How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Major Radio. Dave here, along with my esteemed co-host, Matt Master Giovanni. How's it going this week, Matt? It's going good. Going well. Cold. Good. Staying warm. It's cold. It's like... My toilet pipes are frozen. Oh, that's no good. So, that's no good at all. But they're unfrozen now, which is nice, so I can flush. That's important. <laughs> the important. Yep. But, um, hey, we're going streaking. Yes, sir. Into the bye week and all-star game. Yep. So not the most convenient time, but hey, tonight can be a positive-ish episode. Tonight's like a grab bag, I feel like, where we just have to kind of figure out what needs to be talked about, what should be talked about, and more or less, we'll get everyone through this. Exactly. Hold them over somewhat until the next game, which is next Monday, I think, right? Yeah. And if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, we don't don't... have. I forgot to look for the pop sockets, so... uh... Next week. Next week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> I have to not be lazy and actually look for them. So, But um, if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, or anything they personally want to ask us or talk about us, uh, feel free, I guess, tonight. We can make this kind of while we're talking. We'll just pay attention to the comments. Yes. And for our Facebook Live viewers, go oh. ahead and just comment your question, comment, concern, statement, insult, whatever have you may, um, and we'll address it. So, that being said, of course, like I mentioned in our episode title, we are going streaking. Insert Will Ferrell meme here. Mm -hmm. The Flyers have won three games in a row for Jesus. The first time since October? Christ. October? Beginning of the season? It feels like the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me pull up up the schedule now because I don't remember... It's been, it's been so they long. The, the Wild and the Bruins are the last two games. Wild Bruins and Canadians. And the Canadians, yeah. There we, there go. we go. There is your streak. Two hat tricks, too. Back to back, yes. Which I saw. James Van Riemsdyk. JVR, the yep. first night in a game. Not only did JVR have three goals, Nolan Patrick had two goals. And, and Simmons had two goals. Possibly boosting his trade stock. Mm, possibly, possibly. Keep an eye on that. And then in the following game against the Bruins. Sean Couturier had three goals. Uh, three goals. And <laughs> is the Brenna Wolf, this mysterious person. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. Um JK. Uh is three considered a streak? Well, technically yes. It's better than nothing. Technically two is considered a streak, because it's more than one win. I mean, you make a very valid point. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But technically we haven't had anything to look forward to this year. Exactly. Right? Don't That's ruin our fun! But um, technically, more than one win is a streak. Quotations I mean, around. I'll take that one streak. win at this point with the Flyers. Yeah. Like, um, anytime I can actually like not like once a game's over and they win, I can actually like it makes the rest of the night a lot better because you're like, all right, like maybe there's nothing on TV late night, but you're like, all right, the Flyers won. Like, I don't have to go to bed and be like, well, when's the next game that they have to lose? Exactly. So. So the twenty on the fourteenth, Minnesota was a seven four win uh-huh. where they were down two nothing early, came back, stormed back, kicked the wild's ass. Felt very good to watch. Then this next two nights later, the sixteenth these were both home games, by the way, uh, against the Boston Bruins, a four to three win. Again, down two nothing early, team battles back, and you get one of the I mean, Carter Hart's been pretty damn good since he got here. Say, but that, that Boston game, that, that's the schedule where I think he let the rest of the league know that, hey, dudes, I'm, I'm for real. 
Like, watch out. And then Saturday, a game, another game where Carter Hart playing against his idol. Granted, his idol wasn't playing in Carey Price. We saw Antti Niemi in that for the Canadians. Yep. A 5-2 win where the Flyers only had one shot in the first period. And Carter Hart made 10 saves to keep them alive in that game. And the boys rebounded and responded and rewarded their goaltender for one hell of an effort in that. Yeah, I mean, watching that game, I guess we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later. We'll get to the specifics, but I think the the first two games, I mean, we saw we saw positives. We saw what the Flyers obviously should, obviously should well, have, they should have been, been going this back whole to, yeah. entire season because I mean, both games they came back from being down two goals early in the game. And the Wild and the Bruins game. Yeah, they took control of the game from there, and then just basically controlled the tempo. Got shots, quality chances, crisp passes. They stayed out of the box for the most part. I mean, the penalty kill has been really good. The penalty, yeah, like I said, like it was actually like they killed a it five, was like watching they, a different team. Like they they, they killed you a, shouldn't really have to do. And they like, killed a five minute major penalty by Yuri Lotera in that in oh that Bruins God, game. And how the hell Lotera didn't get suspended on that play? Is benugs to me, George Peros. You're not doing your job as as uh, leader of Department of Player Safety, but we can get there. So again, like a little side note back to this like whole like drug thing with him. Is there just like nothing that is going on with this anymore? I, like I know I know there's a trial set to take place in Finland that he is to go to. He he has to go. But I think I don't even, they don't even like, want to get rid of him. Just the, I think could the, be, the like, NHL and the Flyers are just kind of saying. Hey, this isn't half on U.S. soil, let's see so let's kind of see where it goes yeah. and not mention it, and just let's just gonna shove it under the rug uh, and see what happens. Uh, I mean, I, still, I mean, uh, he, he's gone next year anyway, as it is. So, like, I mean, again, I was so pissed off when he took that penalty against the Bruins because he had less than six minutes of ice time and had seventeen penalty minutes, and like, you make no impact on the game. You make no impact on the game as it is, but then to make a negative impact on the game, especially giving the other team, like the Bruins, a five-minute power play where they can just score at will, like, I thought that was the, the end for the Flyers in the that game. game. Because, I mean, with guys like McAvoy, Pasternak, I mean, Pasternak scored right out of the gate in that game. Like, I mean, the Bruins are a good team, and, like, they could have put up at least two, three goals in that power play, and they still would have had time left over. So, I mean... The Flyers are lucky. Latera, I guess, is lucky where he might he definitely owed them a round of beers after the game for getting them into that situation because I mean the whole team had to step up and they did, which is good, but that could have been bad. So Are you sure it was a round of beers or are you sure it was a round of something else? A line or something else. Well, one might say it could be white so, and powdery in substance. It you never know. After the game. It could could have been a lot of snow. Uh we were supposed to get snow this weekend and womp womp. I was gonna say rain. But um Another news to touch on that because this kind of plays in line with Yuri Laterra. As we mentioned last week, Gail Weiss was put on waivers. Oh, I feel bad for and, him. I feel and, bad for him. And we're going to get there. All right. And, um, you know, it, it came out that Chuck Fletcher put Gail Weiss on waivers for the point of being claimed. He thought an NHL team yeah. would claim him. Didn't happen. Awkward. Yeah. Hashtag Maddox. <laughs> um, and so then the Flyers alerted him to. Hey, you can ski on your own in Voorhees, but stay away from the team. Stay at home. I'll wait for a trade to happen. Yeah. Um, we're not going to use you. I, I honestly, at first, I was like, "Ha, suck on it, Dale Weiss. But now I'm just like, I'm like, 
damn, like he's still a human being. He's still professional. Yeah. He's still a professional athlete, and he could, if used right, and he gets his play together, could be a valuable member of an NHL franchise, even playing in the American Hockey League. But it's clear that Chuck Fletcher said this is one of Ron Hextall's guys that he liked. I don't like him. I'm going to get rid of him. That kind of goes along the lines of some of the trades he's seen. Uh, Taylor Lear was traded to Buffalo for Jason Bailey back. Another popular Hextall gone guy. Uh-huh. Guy gone. Wheel was traded. Another Hextall guy gone. So Chuck Fletcher's trying to start to make his imprint on this team. Um, but it, I, I, I do kind of feel bad for Dale Weiss because, um, um, for the record, I would much rather have Dale Weiss in the lineup than Yuri Laterra. Yeah. And so it's just, what are you doing? I guess I think I guess Chuck knows that you can't trade Laterra, and he's a UFA anyway. So just kind of like just deal with him for now, and he's gone. Weiss still has another year left on his contract, and it's making two and a half million dollars. So I can see why Chuck kind of wants to get rid of him. Well, doesn't. Uh, so he cleared waivers, and then the team kept him, obviously. But does that doesn't that make his cap hit less than it already is? It lowers it a little bit, and not also anything like significantly. I mean, a little, but not. Yeah. I mean, the Flyers still have plenty of cap. They had plenty of cap space this year anyway. Cap space yeah, is not an much, issue anymore. I don't know how much cap space they have. Look it up, stats guy. Um, but I mean, I feel like the Weiss situation is basically a testament to how the Flyers season has gone because. You thought it was going to go one way, and it's gone the complete opposite way. And it's just been a weird season where things haven't happened the way that you think. Because, for one, obviously this was supposed to be the year where the Flyers are supposed to be an elite team. And they're in near the last place in the entire league. And then everything that happened with the Hackstall firing, all the stuff that came out with the Hextall stuff. So it's like, it's just, I feel like, a testament to how the season has went, where things have just not gone the way people think. And, I mean, again, I like I, I bust on Weiss as a player, but, the, I mean, again, he's a human being, and it just kind of sucks where it's like you go into this situation, you get waived, and it's like, all right, like, you'll probably get claimed, and then you don't get claimed, but then the team keeps you, and they're like, hey, like, you can still, like you said, like, you can still skate on his own, but basically just wait to get traded and, I mean, at least maybe send him down to, like, the Phantoms so he can at least play competitive hockey in, a, in an aspect of that aspect. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but, I mean, you get what I mean, where it's like, at least let the guy play somewhere within the organization instead of just, hey, like, you're feel, like feel free to use this ice, but, like, you can't play with us. Like, so he's basically, like, I guess a practice squad now. Yeah. Like, not even, though, because it's like they're on – I mean, they were on the road for the one game, but now they're on the bye week. So it's like, he's probably obviously. I'm like an extra long. I mean, yeah. extra with his family, an extra long vacation. So Which is good, though. I mean, because obviously, like these guys don't get to spend too much time with their families throughout the season. But again, it's like it's I, you kind of feel bad for the guy because it's like, why not just trade him right away? Like, exactly. The problem is also maybe he's been so bad that no NHL team wants him. Yeah, that could be the other conundrum well, too. Again, just let him play with the Phantoms then. Like there is a thirty-day window the Flyers have since last week when they put him on waivers, where now they can send him down to the minors anytime they want. Yeah. In regards to cap space, right now the NHL cap is at said seventy-nine and a half million dollars, and the Flyers presently are at seventy-one point four. So they've got about like eight-ish million dollars in cap space. That's not bad. I mean that's better than what we used to have. Yeah. Good old Paul Holmgren days. 
I mean, um, there's a few. There's what at least three or four guys that are going to be off of that after this year. With Terra's off, and that's four or five million bucks off. Uh-huh. Um, that much. It's St. Louis did. Oh my God! That was, that was the St. Louis guy in my sight. Uh, Yuri Laterra currently makes four. His cap is he actually makes four point seven million dollars. What? He makes. Yep, he makes. A guy who had one good season with Vladimir Tarasenko in the St. Louis Blues got overpaid by Doug Armstrong and then was crap ever since. But Morgan Frost came with him. So, True. so. And he had, what, five goals the other night? Frost had five goals on, yeah, on uh, over the weekend. Yeah. On Sunday. But I mean, all right, so. Peace mode. I don't know. At this point, I'm more looking forward to, like, the offseason than I am anything. I, well, I mean, the next thing I'm looking forward to is a trade deadline because, in the big picture at least, obviously, like, it's nice watching the Flyers and seeing if they can win, but it's like, I feel like when you're this far into the season, the season is pretty much lost at this point. Exactly. From a postseason standpoint because barring a miracle, I, is it even, like, statistically possible for them to make the playoffs? Yes, but a lot of teams have to lose, and they yeah. have to go on one hell of a run. I was going to say, you're, they have to go on an absolute you're tear. almost, what, like maybe 65% of the season at this point? Yeah. And, I mean, it sucks, obviously, like it, we've said earlier, where you're on a three-game winning streak, probably playing the best hockey you've been playing all year, and now you're off for a week. And then the first game after the break is the Jets. Like, And when it. And it's, no, it's, it's in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already played in Winnipeg, but, and we got romped. So, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, again, the next thing I think is the trade deadline, which I'm interested to see because that's almost about a month away now. Yeah, the 26th. February 20th. I think it's the 5th. Not sure, though. It's a, it's a Wednesday this year. Uh, um, But. It's the 27th. 27th is a Wednesday. Right, we were both wrong. Yep. Up. But, um, Journalistic credibility out the window. Which is like that dude from... Just uh, like everyone else. Just like that, that from that clown who wrote the trash article on Wentz from Philly, oh, yeah. Philly whatever. Trash! That's yeah, dumb. But um, anyway, well, that's another thing we ran on. But, but hockey, yeah, I mean... Hockey I, podcast. I think uh, the trade deadline should be interesting. I mean, there's guys around the league, too, that could get... Maybe come to the Flyers. I don't know. Again, I'm at the point where I'm not expecting anything, but anything significant or even minor would be nice, like, just to have something to talk about, obviously, but I'm not expecting, like, any, like, I don't know. I don't, again, I'm, Wayne Simmons I'm done getting my hopes up for anything this yeah. year because, like I said, just the way everything's played out, it's like, every, like everyone thinks something's going to go one way. And then it doesn't. And then, yeah. And then, again, like, I mean, it's that time of year, too, where you got to look out for the blue check mark on Twitter because you don't want to get – uh, caught up in the fake news like our boy Sam Carcidi from Philly.com. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think, like I said, I'm more I'm more looking forward to the offseason and what we can do then as opposed to what's going on now because I feel like the Flyers are pretty much just kind of playing out the season at this point, which is sad because I wanted them to do well. But Yeah. So, damn I, it, they're not. God darn it. But um, I saw here like the, if the Flyers are going a pace of like twenty five, like seven and three or something like that, that would get them to having to end the season if they went on that type of run. That would only get them to ninety five points, 
Last year, they just made it in the playoffs with 98. So going on the heat like that, all it would do, would it would lower your chances at getting a top two pick this year in the NHL draft. At this point, I'm like, you already – we touched on this last week. You've already wasted half the year. I'm like, at this point. like, do not – do not go on – like, if you go on a run, make sure you go on a run and get in the playoffs then. Do not just barely miss. Because yeah. then, I mean – Jack Hughes and Kako Kako, are they generational franchise-level players like McDavid, Matthews, and Lonnie? No, probably not. They're probably a tier better than Nolan Patrick. That's where I would put them. Like They're not quite that generational talent, but they could still be a key franchise cog. And you don't want to miss out on them. Like It's it's, it's another one of those drafts. Now, the big draft again is next year with Alex Lafreniere or whatever, some French kid who's a winger and sniping like crazy. Um, he's very good at hockey, but you know, like, just don't, don't waste the year. Like you already, you already, you already wasted the season. We were told you were going to contend. You threw that away. Lies. Pure, yeah, utter, straight up too. lies. People lost their jobs over it. Literally. <laughs> um, just, God, just don't do it because then like the fan base is already pissed off enough. Don't waste it. Like get a high end pick, trade away any of the UFAs that you need to trade away. Like, I love Wayne Simmons, but dude, pack your bags, bye. Like, you're better value to this franchise getting traded away for assets than either staying here the rest of the year, walking away in free agency, or getting re-signed by us. Because then we're gonna be, you're going to be stuck in a Mion Lucci situation, and F that. Do not want that. No me gusta. At all. Because Lucci is bad now. Yeah. And more comparable, maybe to throw a note at Flyers fans, Wayne Simmons could become... Mike Richards, then you take out the drug situation, but just see the way his body's going to break down on him, and then it's just going to be like the dude's out of the league when he's like 33, 34. So it's just, you know, yeah, you'll get two more good years out of Wayne Simmons, and I'll root wherever he gets traded to, but Chucky, Chuck, Chucky two trades. Wake up, buddy. Smell the butter. Do something. Like, cool, all these minor league trades. Cool, fine, whatever. Bring in your own dudes. Justin Bailey has some upsides. He's he's a big dude. I don't know who that is. He was the guy who got the <laughs> in the terror. No, yeah, trade. I know what I mean. Like he's, yeah, I don't know who that is. he's like six five, six six. Like he's a big power forward, but has some offensive upside. He's a little bit younger than Taylor Taylor Lear. He's been in with the fans right away in his debut. He had a goal and assist and drew like four penalties. So I mean, it's like there's Calm up. There's and his his pro athlete isn't his what his dad was a former NFL player. So like he knows what to do to be successful in professional sports. Um, he'll probably end up only being like maybe a fourth, third liner guy for the Flyers. But like you know, he, exactly, he probably <laughs> already is. Um, so you just don't waste the season. Yeah, like at least make it fun. Like definitely beat the Penguins every time you can this season. Definitely beat them up at the outdoor game. Just win. If I could pick one game for them to win the rest of this year, it'd be the stadium series. Like just, just win that game. Just win it. You can lose every other game. I'd be all right with if that. If you beat the Penguins outside in Philly at the link, all will be forgiven. Eh, most, Maybe most. Mo- some. Most. Some. Some. A little. Yeah, some. A little. A little bit. Some of it. But anyway, actually, speaking of the stadium series. I wonder if they'd be bold enough to unveil the jerseys this week. I, I have some insider information in oh, regards well, to that. No I'm not going to name my source, but 
early February. Like, but that's like two weeks before the game. First week of February. I don't get it. First like, week of February. I think they're limited to restrictions by the league and Adidas. But. All the, right, well. The first I'm week. I'm going to at the NHL and at Adidas and at the entire sales department of the NHL, the Flyers, and Adidas, and the people in Canada or Bangladesh that make the jerseys, whoever is making these jerseys, they're nice. And I'm hope you, I hope you get paid enough to support yourself and a family, but why would you not have these jerseys come out during the holiday season? Because you could make a shit ton of money, and you'd have almost, what, three months to do so? Now you're limiting yourself to three weeks at most to sell all these jerseys, which I'm sure they're still going to sell a lot of, but again, it's like, People are going to have to scramble to pre-order jerseys or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I felt like there there could be more done to take advantage of the fact that you could sell a lot of these jerseys and make a lot of money. But that's just me. I'm not a sales professional, but, I mean, it seems like the more time you have to sell this stuff, the more stuff you're going to sell. You, you don't want people to get bored of the jersey so quickly? Um, well, all right. There's another thing is that you don't want to p- keep people waiting this long and then have the jerseys exactly. suck. But that's very true. But also, if I do recall the 2012 Winter Classic jerseys and everything, I think they were unveiled a month and a half before the game. Yeah, but um, I mean, I remember I got one of those for Christmas. I'm pretty sure, but that's a month and a half, like not three weeks. Yeah. Like I mean, I, we're, maybe, we're basically maybe, almost we're basically like five weeks away from the game right maybe now. Maybe the government shutdown has something to do with this. Trump could be affecting. The NHL jersey sales of them coming in at customs like he's affecting the gritty doll deliveries. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Trump. Somebody needs to get this guy out of here. God. You, yeah. are, you are stealing. You are keeping gritty dolls away from the Philadelphia fan base. How dare you end the shutdown now? That's it. Everything else, I don't, I don't care. But you inflict damage on gritty? Go to hell. Yep. But, I don't know. I mean, again... And, like, there was that one, like, potential leak of the jerseys a couple weeks ago, which was, like, I was, like, meh. They're meh. But, I really hope well, they're not. I feel like it's the same thing. I mean, when I buy it's one, almost, It's almost probably. like the Tony the Tiger jerseys that came out for the 2012 Winter Classic, yes. where it's, like, people were, like, buying them, and they're, like, oh, these are legit, dude. And then, like, they came out with the real ones. They're, like, these are, like, really, like, those are probably the best Flyers jersey besides, like, I guess the originals, even though the originals have always been pretty simple. But, like, specialty jersey-wise, those are probably the best Wait, jerseys. Was that off-white in there? Yeah, with, like, the vintage, like, cream or whatever. I don't know. But people were buying these, like, tiger stripes with, like, the friendlies, like, yeah, the, font. Yeah. Like, I mean. Never buy on. fake knockoff jerseys if they're, like, not, like, modeled up. Like, At least wait till the real jersey comes, comes out. And then if you want to buy a knockoff, buy, go buy a knockoff. Buy a knockoff with a real one. But don't buy a knockoff that's not a real concept. Yeah. Um, Unless it's cool. I mean, you These do, one, the ones that you, leaked, do you. The ones that leaked, I was like, yeah. But, because if I remember correctly, they came, they had a, like a little thing on social media for the Flyers where like they unleashed, they, not unleashed, unveiled the logo and it's like an all orange logo. Excuse me. So, all... I can't imagine that they would maybe go like a white jersey or. It's all orange and black. There's no white in the logo at all. I, would, um, yeah, I think they're going to be... So that, I, that leads me to believe either it's going to be a mainly orange jersey or a mainly all-black jersey. 
I don't know if they, but they were all black in yeah, the last year. So I think it's either going to be so, orange or white. If they go with an all orange jersey, at least make black, like make there be enough black. Like go with black pants. Don't go with orange pants because the Phantoms color rush jerseys are hideous. Okay. And they're, it's like they're all orange with a little bit of black, and I think they're disgusting looking. Like I wouldn't buy one. Um, I'm just hoping that again, like us waiting this long. They're actually, like, nice. It's, They're yeah. not just like, hey, like, we had, like, a third grader draw these and we won a contest, and we decided to do this. Like, I mean, obviously, Gritty was, like, scary at first, but, like, now Gritty's, like, a national treasure. But make these jerseys, like, don't make them get national attention for the wrong way like Gritty did for the first time because, I mean, I love Gritty. Gritty's the, the man, but, like, don't have, like... He was not received well. Hey, like... We made these jerseys, and, like, someone in our graphic design had their, like, three-year-old daughter make this on paint. Like, <laughs> here it is. Now it's hand over your $250, please. I'll be like, no way, sir. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe with, with the NHL and Adidas partnering with uh, Parlay to do the All-Star jerseys, uh, I think with this being – this same series game being so close to the All-Star game, the all, Adidas and the NHL want to try and sell the All-Star jerseys, so they're waiting – to release the same series jerseys for both the Flyers. So the Penguins haven't unveiled theirs yet either. Yeah. So they're probably waiting to see after the NHL the All-Star game's over. Maybe next week. My my sources say first week of February could be in between the 3rd and the 5th. Nah. I'll leave what you guys out there to say that, you, but I'm, I'm not going to say so when. So come out the 3rd, they give you 20 days. That gives you just over two weeks to sell these jerseys. Then they better have enough in stock and people be on your laptops if you like them a lot because they probably will sell out very quickly. I was going to say, if I like it, I'm buy- like I'm pre-ordering one or buying one right away. Oh, I will be and on glued to my computer like, at work. I'll buy more than one and sell it. Probably not because I don't have that kind of money, yeah. but I'll buy one if they're nice. But- right right now, my big debate is, like, I know, I know I already know I'm already getting one. I have to add it to the sweater collection. So my big debate that I'm having right now is do I want to go with Hart, Konechny, or Patrick? Can't get Patrick out of <laughs> We have, like, probably six of the same jerseys. I don't care. It's illegal. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. That's I, what, just, I have to think about that, it's, too, it's, before it's, I want to get one. Call. I already have one. I only have one Giroud jersey, but... I've got plenty of Giroud jerseys. I, I mean, it's so hard buying jerseys nowadays. Because like, they, they're, they're good at chunk of change, and you don't want to have a jersey if somebody yeah. gets traded right well, away. I think at this point with the Flyers, I feel like obviously Giroux is a mainstay. Giroux, Ghost, Krogrov, Konechny, Patrick, maybe Couturier even, and Hart. Get yourself a Michael Neuberth sweater. Why not? YOLO. But uh, legend. Don't buy Wayne Simmons. Mike McKenna, stuff. maybe? <laughs> He's going to be way Who knows? possible. Mike McKenna. Savior. My my one. I want to get gritty, honestly. Double gritty, zero. Gritty, double that. zero. That's to say, that's just, he was. He's not getting traded. I was gonna say, if you get a gritty jersey, even if he like somehow like dies, like they take him away because like which they won't at this point. I don't think. Yeah, but too like too much luck. Imagine if he somehow like goes away like down the road like thirty years or something, and like you have a gritty jersey, and you're like, listen to this shit. Like I was there. They unveiled a monster. And he turned into America's sweetheart because Wait, he is a I mixture to... between Muppets, Animal from the Muppets, 
who looks like he fell into a can of orange paint. So, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I, if if you guys don't follow Craig Wisely on the uh, on the uh, what's it called on the Jersey front, because again, it's tough because you never know when someone's gonna get traded or just get like an alumni player yeah. even. Yeah, it's never especially if they look like an alumni jersey, then like never go wrong with Big E. Maybe a Ron Hextall too soon. I have a Hextall jersey. Go 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 with Big E. Lindros is always a solid. Or like too. Leclerc. Or Clarky. Prop. Even. Schultz. There's, there's a lot there's of good a, alumni out there's there. There's a plethora of them. Danny Briere. Current, current players, watch your step because, again, this this day and age, the, the trade wins are going to start blowing pretty hard yeah. soon. So do you want to kind of switch gears here and talk about the All-Star game? Sure. As we all know, Gritty, of course, is going to the All-Star game. Besides Claude Giroux, there are two oh. Flyers representatives. Um, if, if you guys don't already follow Gritty on social media, get on that because it's hysterical. Um, I personally retweeted this to my personal profile on Twitter. Um, Gritty's tweet, he said, packing for my big all-star trip, trying to keep it trying to keep it to the essentials. Am I missing anything? And he goes on to a list. Because it's in San Jose. Skimboard, swimmies, tanning oils, an aloe, an aloe plant, jersey, underwear, the good pair, Pepper, salt to be provided by hashtag 29 NHL mascots, uh-huh. face masks and beard essentials, ice skates, AirPods, hashtag AD, yes. rope, um, change purse, rash guard, world atlas, shark repellent, breathe right strips, good attitude, reminders, download trolls and fire doc on Netflix, take care of the thing with that guy, Call hotel requests to joining room with Claude. Get money from ATM. No paper trail. Set away message. <laughs> like, it's gold. Yeah. Like, whoever's running this profile is... I mean, Gritty running this profile is genius. Yeah. Um, but besides Gritty, of course, Claude Giroux is going to the All-Star game. He's the Flyers representative. And he has now tied Eric Lindros for the second most appearances in an All-Star game in the Philadelphia Flyers with six. And in his previous five games, I think he's got five points, like two goals and three assists. Yeah. Or he's got more points than I want to say he's got more points than that in the All-Star game. Um, he's got eight points, I think, in the All-Star in his All-Star games. That which sounds is cool. about right. Um, I mean, I'd rather have him. Yeah, he's got four goals, four assists, and eight points in five All-Star games played. Uh, precisely. I'd rather have a Stanley Cup, but uh, we're getting there. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Um, but the All Star Games, it's obviously not really for adults anymore. It's something. It's the fans like split half and half between it. Some really like it, and some think it's stupid and need to do something to change cool. it up. I mean, it's I I personally like the skills competition more than the actual game. But the three on three tournament is nice. Yeah. Because back in the day when they actually had the game, recently it was kind oh of a, it was a joke. It was like open hockey. You could tell the guys hockey. weren't really trying, and it would be like fifteen to like. 14 would be yeah. like the final score like i mean it must have been it must have kind of sucked to be a goalie in that game like oh your I stats mean, are brutal yeah i don't know i mean i'm kind of indifferent about the whole thing because it is fun to watch like i mean you get to see like these mini dream teams of these guys getting to play together and like obviously everyone gets to have fun like it's a fun weekend for it's mainly obviously for the fans and like the players obviously get to have fun but i mean it's kind of like i'm like eh, like it's fun to watch, you yeah. know. 
make sure, I think it's on a Friday and Saturday night now this year, so, like, go maybe have a party, get some buddies, go to the bar, do a drinking game for something. Yeah. Like, every time something happens, take a drink. It'd be a lot of fun and probably get really, really in one. I was going to say, it's, like, one of those things where, like, I watch it, but it's, like, I'm, like, cool. Like, someone probably wins a truck. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Wayne Simmons said that two years ago yeah. in L.A. But um, You're just going to see everything's going to have a sponsor, too, where it's going to be. Everything. Welcome to the Gatorade, Honda, Discover Card, MasterCard, Geico. Geico. Like, Progressive. I mean, every NHL, obviously, they're, obviously like, everything's going to be sponsored, but it's, like, every NHL sponsor is going to be out in full force where they have, like, welcome to, like, the, the Gatorade skills competition. Tonight, we're going to have the, the Honda obstacle course, the Discover Card. Like um, what's it called? Accuracy shooting. The um, Enterprise. The Enterprise rent a car. Fastest skater. skater. Like we're gonna have the uh, what else is there? That's uh, uh, what is it? What's a tire company? Bridgestone. Bridgestone. Yeah, we're gonna have the official tire. The Bridgestone tire like hardest shot competition, and like this RoboCam is brought to you by like Dasani Water, and but, but listen, like. Look at all these adderies we just did for free. Seriously, where's our sponsorship, guys? I mean, there. I mean, it's it's just it's laughable. Why don't we throw a hashtag Eagle Energy in there? Literally everything is sponsored. Like the it's just so funny. There's like, twenty promo code. The best is like the college, like the college bowl games is like the best thing ever because it's like I think one of them was like the lawnmower bowl or something. One of them was the Cheez It Bowl, which was hilarious. Cheez Its like, are delicious. So, but I mean, I can can verify. Yeah, but it's just everything is sponsored, which is so funny. But I mean, you're gonna see the same handful of commercials throughout the whole weekend, where it's gonna be uh, the Geico commercials, where it's like they're bringing back the old ones, which I hate because some of them are so bad. Like, but they're so good. Yeah, but I don't. Know. But yeah, so again, the All Star Game is one of those things where it's basically like, it's. I mean, if it, I'd rather it kind of be the Olympics, honestly. Yeah, you know what I would do. To- Remember a couple years ago when they they had the draft happen? Yeah. And they just had Whoever the two teams. Whoever gets picked last gets a car. But what I, what I would do is I would keep the four teams. I would keep the three tourney, but still have a draft. That'd be cool, yeah. So that way all the players that are mixed, and you have four captains voted by the fans. Yep. You know, and just do with that because that would be a lot. Of Friday night draft, skills competition Saturday, game if- Sunday. You It's more money opportunities for the league. And more, more chances for companies to sponsorship. I wonder if like the people, like the guys that got chosen as a last man in, are like kind of like pissed off because like imagine like you have like this like whole week off of like hockey and like you plan like a nice vacation and then like you get a call and it's like, hey, like, hey, you're on the All Star game. Yeah, like hey, we had this thing called the last man in. Like you just got voted in because like we need more people. Like. I, I cancel your plans. I have to You're think, coming to San Jose. I have to think that NHL asked them like, "Hey, did you already make plans?" I was gonna say it's probably like in their contract or something too. But yeah. I just think that's funny. Where it'd be like, "Hey, like, I mean, the All Star Game is fun for the players too." Where again, it's like, on the other hand, if like, "Oh man, I didn't make the All Star Game. Like, I have to go on vacation for a week. Like, darn." But it's gonna be cool. I get. I the jerseys are. Man. Yeah, I just think it's. It's combined with par with it's a good parlay. Cost, yeah. They're made the first NHL jersey ever to be made out of like recycled like ocean trash essentially. Yeah. So it's 
cool. I was going to say, it's a good cause. and like They're, they're kind of bland. They're all they're simple. They're all black and white and silver, which is the NHL colors. But and, like, the waist, like, stripe is, like, staticky gray or I, something. I like how they actually are using the team's logo. They're not yeah. using an all-star logo anymore. They're actually yeah. using each team's logo and just changing cool. it to the color scheme. Yeah. So it, it's actually for the first NHL jersey in a while where I said, like, all-star jersey, where I'm like, I could buy cool. one. But I'm like, eh, no, not really. But, like, yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, that's different. Yeah. Like, it's not the same board thing they do every year. Um, Actually, one thing that we won't see is another World Cup of Hockey for a while. That is true. We will not. Um, but they were going to do one next year. 2020. 2020. Um, I think, as we're switching gears right now, so I'll start talking. Anything else you want to cover that? I don't know. That's this weekend. Should be fun. Should be fun to watch. Basically all. Everyone get loaded, get in one, have some fun, make up a drinking game. I'm sure there'll probably be something very responsibly. Always be responsible. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be some like Instagram post saying NHL All-Star drinking game. So it could be a lot of fun for those who are 21 plus, of course. This podcast indoors legal drinking. I will call the police if I find out that you're drinking. Shame, shame, shame. Um, but yes, fast forward some, some more news. The NHL NHLPA announced. There will be no 2020 World Cup of Hockey. And I think that is the players saying, we didn't have an Olympics last time. Yeah. You don't get World Cup. Yeah. And I mean, the World Cup, I mean, so when they brought back the World Cup, what was it, three years ago? Two or three? Two or three years ago. Well, it was before, it was this, uh, it was, wasn't it the summer before? The summer before, before it, was, it was the Matthews fall before Matthews rookie year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was two years ago. All right. So, but again... I was kind of underwhelmed by the whole thing because, first of all, like, ESPN was broadcasting it in the United States. States. And, um... United States. Like, when do you ever see hockey on ESPN besides, like, college hockey or, like... Not the, since Scary Thorne called like it the, back in the 90s. Like, the really occasional, like, uh, highlight package that comes on during Sports Center with either only... Like Bucci Gross or Barry Melrose. Hashtag college and hockey. And then, like, they spend, like, maybe three minutes on it, and then they just go back to talking about LeBron drinking wine on the way into a NBA game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I was, again, I think NBC does a really good job with hockey broadcasts. Like, that's what people are used to nowadays. Like, if you see a game that's on, like, if even if I watch, like, college hockey on ESPN, it's weird because, like, obviously there's a different, like, layout to everything, which is cool to get a different view on stuff, but. Obviously, it depends on, like, broadcasting rights, but I feel like NBC and the NBC networks might have made it more, more of an experience because, like, obviously they have all the, like, all these guys, all these people that are, like, do this as a, like, for a living, pretty much. So, it's like, I don't know. Well, like, the, the NHL act reason. And then that was the first time that they started using Adidas jerseys, right? Yeah, that was the year they tested the Adidas jersey. And yeah. actually, the reason why ESPN broadcast the last World Cup was the NHL actually... Said, we're not giving this trip to NBC. I'm like, we're going to do a bidding war. Like, yeah. you guys were an auction. And ESPN, backed by Disney, gave say, the yeah. biggest check. And it's funny how little, like, just on a side note, how little ESPN in America talks about hockey because their Canadian, their Canadian sibling, TSN, yep. who is, again, owned by ABC Disney, literally the Canadian version of ESPN, that's, like, all we talk about is hockey. That's, like, their NFL. Yeah. Or NBA. Well, the CFL's a joke. Yeah, I mean, so, but, but I mean, again, it was just, like, one of those things where, like, and I was exciting, like, the fact that, I mean, the most exciting thing about it, I think, was probably the Team North America with all uh, the young guys, was under, under 23, right? 
123 from Canada and North America. From Canada and the United States. They barely missed out on making it to the final, I think, right? They they were let down. They were told by some of the league saying, if you beat Sweden... You advanced to the final round. Yeah, it was all like so a they point beat, system. So they beat Sweden in overtime, and it was a thrilling. McKinnon just undeed Tanner Lundqvist. Look up the goal if you haven't seen it. It's, it was oh, unreal. man. Yeah. You want to go party after watching it. But, um, <laughs> and then they find out, like, they won and thought they advanced, and they find out, oh, we had to win a regulation? Crap. And then you had Canada-based Team Europe, which was, like, the countries in Europe, not Sweden, Finland, or Russia. Yeah, it was weird. It was... It was a very weird lineup. And it, yeah, it was like Team Europe, like that's like literally like you would think it's like all of Europe, but it's like oh, it, all the countries in Europe except for Russia, Finland, Sweden, Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic, and so Czechoslovakia. No, Slovakia. Was, the Czechs were their own. Yeah, that's their two countries now. <laughs> the Czechs had their own team, but uh-huh. the Slovakians played on Team Europe. Yeah. It's, so it um, was it was weird. Yeah. But. I mean, I'm like, I'd much, I think I'd rather see Olympics than, I feel like you have more of a motivation to play in the Olympics than you would in, like, because it's like the World Cup of Hockey is kind of like the World Championships, where it's like, if, if you don't make the, like, the Stanley Cup playoffs, like, you know how some guys go over to play in the World Championships? It's kind of like that. I mean, it's like, obviously, cool to play for your country, but it's like, you're playing on the world stage in the Olympics, like, that's sweet, like, yeah, but like. The, the problem the is, pro- I mean, the North North America, not North America, what am I trying to say? The World Cup is kind of like World Juniors for, like, NHL players. Yeah. So. It's just. I mean, I would watch it regardless, but it's like, it's, because it's more hockey to watch and it's good hockey, but, like, I don't know. The, the whole thing with the NHL and the Olympics is, I hope we're also, we're not, we're going to get real technical and kind of boring here, not going to lie. Um, it all comes down to money. Yeah. The the NHL makes nothing off the Olympics. Yeah. And they're sending their players to play in a foreign tournament, and they're not seeing a return. And there have been times where star NHL players have gotten hurt in the Olympics and have missed the rest of the season. I.e. John Tavares, Steven Samkos, they hurt the Olympics that one year for Canada, and then missing the rest of the season for their NHL team. That's your star player, your franchise player missing. And the NHL gets no compensation. Now, let's be fair. The IOC is a borderline terrorist organization. They make buckets of money. They keep it all. They make these countries and cities build these state-of-the-art, these state-of-the-art arenas and facilities. And after the Olympics are over, abandoned. Yep. And, like, now you can go and look, look online. They're waste. They're withering away, not being used, but under guards who can't get in there. There's weeds being overrun. It's absolute disgusting, and it's a scam. So there needs to be something wrong with the IOC where don't be as big of a terrorist in the NHL. You two guys need to come together, work a deal out. Because let's be honest, I didn't really care about last year's Olympics. One, it was in Korea. Pyongyang, yeah, I think. P- yeah, I think it was, it was in Korea. Korea. So weird time zone. Like, if you're working, good luck watching the games. And two, you knew Russia was going to win. Or the Olympic Rush athletes from Russia... Because <laughs> so some of some of the best some of the best lying. Russians play in the KHL and KHL players go. If you're an American or Canadian playing in the KHL, odds are it's because you couldn't cut it in the NHL. Yeah. But in the KHL, there are some legitimately good Russian players who play over there, and Russia was stacked. Yeah. Like it's like, all right, well Russia's winning gold this year because Canada and USA are sitting there like D level teams. Yeah. 
So it just it just wasn't like I didn't even bother watching. I'm like I I watched the women's tournament. Like go USA, we won gold. But like that was actually good exciting hockey. When I turned on men's team, I'm like, oh look, I don't even know any of these players. Like yeah, was, I mean the women's the women's gold medal game against Canada was one of the best. That was exciting. That, that was a fun game of hockey to watch ever because. The only problem I had was that it was on at like 11.30 at night here, and it was it went until almost like 3 a.m., but again, like, Worth it. that whole game was un- like unreal, and it was like the first time the U.S. has won gold in like, was it ever, or like the last, like, no. it was yeah, like the, the last like two or three the Olympics, last, the, or something like that. Uh, the last one, Canada beat us, and then I think they won it the Olympic before that. Yeah. So I mean, the big and Olympics, and we beat Canada, so suck on it. In a shootout. No. That was sweet. That was like, like I said, that was one of the best games that I've ever watched. I think, but I don't know. I mean, again, like international hockey is fun to watch, but at what cost? Exactly. Um, at what cost? <laughs> again, like I would love to see Olympic hockey with the NHL players, but like I think the, the, the next Olympics are in China. Yeah. And the KHL is already expanding to China. The KHL is the NHL's biggest competitor. The KHL has the Kulin Red Dragons or whatever it's in China. They have a professional hockey team in China playing in the second, arguably the second biggest league in the world. Yep. Um, the NHL wants to compete with that. Like they had the China Games this year where they sent the Boston Bruins and who was the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Whenever to Boston, they both played. They China. To Boston because Boston's in China. Boston, China. Woo! But um, they went over to, I think, Shanghai? I think it was Shanghai. Shanghai. They both played preseason games uh, in China. Yeah. The and NHL had, wants uh, to go there. The, the Jets and the Panthers in Finland. Finland. Yeah. So the, the NHL is trying to compete with the KHL expansion-wise. So I think it's very important that if you want to keep on keeping up with them, you have to have NHL players go to China. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not even a bargain. Like, you have to have them go. I don't know. We'll have to see how that unfolds. Because is a are the Winter Olympics next year or two years? The last one, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I know it's every four years, but the last one was I want to say twenty sixteen, maybe February twenty twenty two. Next Olympics. Wow. All right. February fourth to the twentieth of twenty twenty two. So they so have they have a little bit of time to negotiate things. Dear IOC and dear NHL, they'll have to Seattle work your shit together. Think, right? They will. Oh boy. Seattle. But uh, yeah. So I don't know. Olympic hockey's cool, but sometimes it's not because it's. I mean, I don't know. I'm up. I'm up for watching more hockey if anytime, it's not at anytime, like anytime. 3 a.m. Yeah. Eastern. But I mean, I'll I'll wake up. Like I remember. I think the World Juniors were in, in Ufa, somewhere. And they like, were in Ufa, Russia. Yeah, like the games were on at like 6 a.m. Our time. I know there was like there was the, the Canada U.S. game in the in the preliminary round that year uh-huh. was a puck drop of three thirty a.m. Nice. And I went it was over holiday break. I went to bed at like eleven, took a quick nap, woke up at three thirty, watched the game, then went back to bed. That's how you do it. That's the life. I mean, that's what you get for international. Exactly. What? Um, and next year the World Juniors are over. I think in the Czech. So it's going to be a weird timing. But, I want to um, get to one of those games one of these days. I should have went when they were in Toronto. Toronto, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. That outdoor game in Buffalo would have been sweet. Maybe one day the pile. Parks off for there. the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, looks like we're running about a little bit over our time from here, Matt. Anything else we would like to add about the Flyers or anything else extraneous hockey-wise going on? Um, I don't think so. I mean, again, this week I feel like for the entire league is going to be kind of quiet because teams are kind of just rolling into the break for – I think there's there's only games tomorrow is the last day of games until after the All-Star game, I think. So, but, I mean, again, I think it's just kind of the waters are calm now, and then I think after come uh, Monday, I think uh, things might start to ramp up again, at least for just who's on the, who's on the block to get traded. Uh, there could be some big names moving around. But, uh, I mean, right now, I think it's just kind of, again, like it has been this entire season, at least for the Flyers, just kind of hang back and see what happens next. Yep. So tomorrow night is the last night of NHL action, and then the All-Star game begins. So half the league right now is on their bye week this week, yeah. and the other half the league takes their bye week next week. Um, uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, I just hope the Flyers streak. Hopefully they didn't streak at the wrong time and have this all ruin the momentum. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. Um, anything else going on with the hockey writers that you got going on for the All-Star game or anything like that, man? Anything you want to chime in on that news front? I don't really have anything in the works right now. Maybe in the next couple of days. I was just going to pretty much just write about how, how, like, unlucky, I guess, for lack of better terms, it is that the Flyers have played their best hockey of the year going into a week break because they come back against the Jets, like we said before, and the Jets are obviously... Lagging. Yeah, and it's like, are they just going to come back and get spanked and then we're just going to start all over again with the uh, we can't win more than one game or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. But who knows? I who mean, knows? again, there's pa- there's been... Spots of positivity throughout all this negativity we've had this season, but we'll just wait and see what happens. We'll wait and see. The boys are winning. The PK's good again. Yeah. Carter Hart's phenomenal. That's it for us this week. Hey, Elise will be waiting along with us. Maybe we can get him on as a guest. Maybe not. I'll call, call up Weese or see what Maybe he's up get to. Get a pop socket. Yo, Weese, yeah. come on the pod to get a pop guys, socket. What, what can you guys offer me? Uh, I have a pop socket. Pop socket. Deal. Um, that'll be it for us this week of Five Manager Radio. Everyone have a nice, fun weekend. Watch the All-Star Game. Do whatever. For Matt, I'm Dave. Adios. Let's go Flyers. Bye, guys.